0: Love and blessings, Yah its family of Yah. So we are now going to go into the second part, part two of Understanding Salvation. And if you haven't seen part one, please go back to that. It's called Understanding Salvation, part one, the beginning. Now we're on Understanding Salvation, part two, Satan Exposed. And you can go and see the uh, text and the scriptures um, behind the, uh, to back up this series on yahites.org, Y-A-H-I-T-E-S dot org. And um, yeah, go, you can follow along um, if you're listening via uh, the podcast. Um And so that you can get a visual representation of this. Um, But yes, let's go on. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, we have here in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God, which Yah God, had made. So, in this episode, we are going to be exposing The way that Satan works, how he's worked, the way he's worked from the beginning. So, this is the foundation to understanding how Satan works so that you can recognize him in your life, in the lives of your loved ones, so that you are able to not be deceived, not fall into it. And hopefully, by the grace of God, by the Spirit of Yah, um, help others in prayer um, and uh, godly wisdom. Okay, so we're also told in the scriptures that we are meant to put on the whole armor of God so that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And you find that in Ephesians 6 and it's made up of the word of God, salvation, truth, faith, and readiness. And let's, let's look at the whole scripture. Let's look at this whole reference regarding the armor of God. Because it is vitally important. So, here we are in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And here it tells us, Take up the whole armour of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And we know that faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. Take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So here we see that the word of God is not just a shield, but it's also a sword. It's not just for defense, it's also for offense. And it says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen. Amen. So, here we see how we will stand against the wiles of the devil. It goes on in... uh, to say in the account of Mark, Yahushua says that false Christ and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. And in this time, we see a gamut, a whole range of false prophets, um, ministers of Satan, parading themselves as ministers of God. And let me just lay out the heading or the summary of how Satan works. When the scripture says thus saith the Lord in the same way in the garden Satan addressed a, thus saith the Lord question These false preachers, these false teachers, these false apostles, these false Christs, they always have a spiritual bend that takes you away from the thus saith the Lord and permits you to do something which is actually against Scripture. Okay? But we'll go into that. Here we see uh, the Apostle Peter says, But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And here you see, this is a phrase that's very key. It says, even denying the master who bought them, So these aren't people who weren't saved. Let's get this straight. These aren't people who were not saved. These are people who have been bought, but they have been deceived. They've been led astray. They have uh, succumbed to seducing spirits and are now spewing doctrines of devils. Peter goes on to say, And many will follow their sensuality. And because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. So this is not an, an assumption. This is prophetic. Many will follow, will follow their sensuality. So if you look throughout the church, you look throughout churchianity, Christendom, Christianity, you will see that the messages, the, uh, everything is sensual emotional-led, sensual-driven. And it says here, because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. So the way of truth with which Yahushua came and instructed the apostles to teach, which is what is known as in, in the book of Acts as the apostles' doctrine, is now being blasphemed. And it says, and in their greed they will f- exploit you with false words. In their greed, they will exploit you with false words. I don't even have to go into that too deeply. These people are greedy. Tithes, offerings, anything to do with you giving. And you, you, you many people think that they can give and And then get answers. To their prayers. With regards to not obeying the scripture. Okay. Not obeying scripture. Not walking in line with God. So this literally is coming like a. Pay to play system. Or even when it comes to. um, uh, Many ministers of God. Who are actually ministers of Satan. It's a pay-to-pray system. And so, many think that they can live wrong, pray it right, or pay to have it prayed right, if that makes sense. it's Peter goes on to say, the Apostle Peter goes on to say, the condemnation from long ago is not idle, and the destruction is not asleep. In other words, Yah God sees what is going on. Yahushua is very aware of what is going on. And even though you may see that they um they go get away with it. They're not. They're not. The grace of God leads to repentance. Yah God wants them to repent. Yeah. Wants them to repent, but the majority have already sealed their fate. I'll say it again the majority have already sealed their fate, and they have sealed the fate of those who follow them who do not love the truth. Those who follow them are perishing in these big churches, or if you're one of these, um, of the itching air crew who are following. Listening to teacher after teacher on CD, on tape, on uh, TV, on online, YouTube. Different types of doctrine from different sources. And yet because somebody gives themselves a name or because they might look good on YouTube or they've got a good profile picture. You go and you listen, and they say some spiritual-sounding words, and you listen. Be very careful. Be very careful, because our enemy, Satan, roams around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. You know, so when you, if you find yourself um, listening to specific teachers, always check the word. Always check the word because Satan is always looking to put to sow seeds of doubt, seeds of unbelief, and it's so subtle you don't recognize him. Because when he actually uh, spoke to the woman in the garden, he asked her, Did God actually say? You know, so straight away he's putting doubt as to whether. What she knows of the word of God. The thus saith Yah. If that was actually what he said. So he's undermining the word of God. And putting her, placing her in a position of Vulnerability in that he's alluding that she doesn't actually know. What the real word of God is. And this is quite key as well. Because there are many of you married women who go around. Who listen to various teachers all over the place. The scripture says very clearly. Especially if you have a a husband who is in the Lord. Who is saved or sanctified. Who is hungry and thirsting after the things of God. That if any woman have a question. If any woman doesn't know something, go to your husband and ask him. Because the Word of God is living water. It's it's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It is referred to as water when a husband is meant to wash the woman with the washing of the water of the Word. So, You're actually going against God when, if the, if the, if you're going outside of the leadership in your ministry to ask things and not going to your husband first and discussing things. Okay? So, Satan follows this up with, you will not die, die. That's what it actually says in the Hebrew. You won't actually die. Die. Is like how he said it. So he's now basically calling Yagod a liar. He's saying you're not actually going to die. Yago didn't really explain it to you properly. You know, there are deeper, deeper levels to this thing that you're not quite understanding. What was deeper than "Thus saith the Lord, do not eat." Of that particular tree in the garden. It was very clear. But now he had taken it away from the main issue. And these are the ways that Satan works. Yeah? He questions the thus saith Yah. He questions the authority of God's word. He questions your your understanding between do and do not. And then he questions your interpretational understanding. Saying, you will not die, die. And then he comes in with probably is the, the uppercut. The real jab that, and the hook that got the woman in. He says, for God knows that. He's literally telling her, look, God knows that once you take of it. So he's saying he's not really that into you. He doesn't have your best interests at heart. So these are very subtle tactics that Satan uses to divert people from the truth. That. You are not intelligent to understand the difference between "thus saith the Lord" and uh, um, "do not" and "do." And the thing is, one of the things I will say this, I'll say here, is that there is a, 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 a I don't know whether it's a penchant or there is a a thing it seems within women worldwide. Instead of the straight word of God, they really love these very spiritual sounding memes, these sayings that sound like scripture, but they're not actual scripture. And what I've noticed is that women would try and get you to agree with what this, whatever this meme or whatever this saying is, that is not actually scriptural, but it is spiritually sounding. It sounds really good, it can be uplifting, it can be encouraging. The word of Yah is the word of Yah. The word of God is the word of God. You can't get around it. And Yah God has made everything so plain. And when we go against it, with our own interpretation, well, you know, um, we, we add a spin to it. We're actually doing the work of Satan. Well, that is Satan working in or through To get his result out of you or through you. So Satan then goes on to say to the woman, you will be like God. So remember, the woman knows why she's been created. She knows her role. She knows her function. So she's very aware now that the uh, offer, the temptation, what she's been offered is to be like the Most High is to be like God, which means that she'll be over the man. It's not that she doesn't understand, she fully understands. But now the the temptation to be like God is put in front of her. And you're going to see how this whole series is a one, two, three, knockout punch by Satan. Because the woman allowed herself, was taken away, away from the authority and the side of her husband. In Genesis 3, 6, he says, when the woman saw, it says the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree desired to make one wise, and John said, All that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So, you have the lust of the flesh, where she said it, where she saw that it was good for food, lust of the eyes. That it was pleasant to the eyes. And the pride of life, where it was desired to make one wise. So, all that we have here in the New Covenant under the Apostles' doctrine, they were referring to the effects that had taken place from in the garden and that were still, are still. Uh, ongoing up until today, because it's happening on so many different levels that people are lost in the source they're lost in um, their own idea of what scripture is, and that 's why many script many even many believers Christians when they are faced with the Word of God, many will say, I never saw that in the Bible or I never knew that. Because they've been led away by lusts, by their own lusts. Satan knows how to tempt people. He's been doing it for many millennia, many thousands of years. Many thousands of years. And the only protection we have is in Yahushua, is in the Word of God. The protection we have is in obedience. Because we'll see that in Job. Satan wasn't able to touch Job. Because as Yah God said. There was none like him. And Job's obedience is what. Helped him form. Yah formed a hedge of protection around him. Because. Because. Job obeyed Yah God. That's where the protection is. So now, we see that the woman did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. So, the woman ate, and I'm not calling her Eve because she is not called Eve or Hawa at this time. She's the woman and it's the man. And the woman did eat, so then her eyes were opened and gave also unto her husband with her. So she, again, she, she not only took it, but she knew what she had to do to take the place of God. She had to get the man to obey her over God. But unwittingly, she did not realize that now Satan was her God and was working through her to get to the man. But nevertheless, the scripture tells us very clearly, and he did eat. He took it. Eve didn't, the, uh, the woman did not push it in his mouth. The woman did not force him to chew. The woman did not force him or in any way. He did eat it. He took it. He ate it. And now, the reversal... Of God's order was complete. Now the fall was complete. Well, not yet complete, because there's still an opportunity. God is merciful. Yah is merciful. So now, when Yah enters into the garden, into the picture, he asks the question about what's happened. Because the woman and the man, they hid. And when the man was asked, Instead of saying what he had said a little while ago. That this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And really showing his oneness and his love and his care and his protection for the woman. He not only threw her under the bus, but he blamed Yah. He said, the woman whom you gave to be with me. She. He's basically saying it's all your fault I was alright when I was by myself but the woman that you gave me why did you do that why didn't you just leave me in the garden by myself and this is why as I've said before this is why you're getting many different um, uh, movements male movements movements of men MGTOW being probably the main one men going their own way Refusing to deal with women. And all of it is satanic. All of it is satanic. As I've said before, feminism is satanic. MGTOW is satanic. The manosphere, satanic. These are all satanically led and satanically inspired because they do not, they do not uphold or maintain or encourage the order of Yah-God. So, Now, the same Job, when faced with a similar issue, had a different response. When he had gone through so much, the enemy had been allowed to attack Job, to attack him and and, and take what he had and destroy. Then said Job's wife to him, This is in Job chapter 2, Do you still retain your integrity? curse God and die. This is the words from his own Isha, his wife, his woman. But he said unto her, you speak as one of the foolish women speak. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall we not receive evil? And in all this did not Job sin with his lips. In all of that he did not sin with his lips at all but here we have adam blaming the woman and then blaming the man blaming the, the here we have man blaming the woman sorry and then blaming yah and we know that that's basically not taking responsibility which seems to be the order of the day for men of the world today Not taking responsibility. Not taking responsibility of the women that they have become one flesh with. Not taking responsibility of the children who they have sired through their loins. A lack of responsibility. A lack of accountability. They feel no obligation to even their own flesh. And so we see the world is in turmoil because Yah-God gave man authority. And that's why the scripture says, through one man, sin entered into the world. It doesn't say it came through the woman. It says it came through the man because it was the man who was given authority. But we have one who was called the second Adam. The second Adam was called a quickening spirit. The one who is the one who gives life. Yahushua HaMashiach. The one the world calls Jesus Christ. And what did he do to ensure. That we do not fall into the traps of the enemy. And, uh, and are messed about. It says. Yahushua gave. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Why? So that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. That's in Ephesians 4. So, the Apostle Paul lays it all out. How Yah God has put order in the church, in the body. But now you have women who want to take over the position that God has put men in. They creating these positions, these positions in the church that never existed. Deaconesses, um, uh, women's ministry, um, God, a whole heap of prayer warrior. Um, there are so many different labels that, and positions that women have made for themselves that it just proves what Paul the Apostle stated in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. He said, but I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. So your mind should be corrupted. From the simplicity. That is in Christ. That is in the Messiah. The, sim- the, the simplicity that is in Christ. Is so so basic. So simple. It's as simple as. Do not eat the, the, that tree in the middle. You can eat everything else. But not that tree. It's that simple. But when you start trying to twist things and, and start reassigning meaning to things that were never there, then the word of God is hijacked, disobeyed, and ignored. And Satan has done his job. Why? Because the church is falling away from the fivefold ministry from the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, teacher. And has taken on what can only be called a Luciferian doctrine, a Luciferian system of order. And he infiltrates all systems, all cultures, all countries, all languages. Remember, he is known as the God of this world. As the scripture says that the, uh, the earth is given over into the hands of the wicked. So we know that these people are running. They're they're the ones who are influencing the world big time. And we know that through this fall came murder, covetousness, and all manner of evilness into the world. But Satan uses the recorded media, music, movies, books... spoken words uses all manner of things money the love of riches to control even those who are in the church when the apostle Paul was given guidance with regards to how the church should be and how women should uh, carry themselves. He made a statement that I've not heard anybody else talk on. He made a statement and said, Some have already turned aside to Satan. And he's talking not about those in the world, he's talking about those in the church. Those who say they're believers have already turned aside to Satan. Because they disobey, they don't want to obey the order and the word of Yah God. And this is the way that Satan works. He reframes what is written. He reinterprets what is written or what is said by Yah God. From the beginning this is his tactic. But he always makes it sound beautiful. Always makes it sound spiritual. Always makes it sound so palatable. In the same way that the scripture tells us. Let our yea be yea and our nay be nay. Because we are meant to be like our father in heaven. His yes is yes. His no is no. And we can try and negotiate with the Word of God. You can try and make excuses for why you haven't done or why you have done something. But the Word of God remains forever. So you have to make sure that you're always focused on what pleases your God. And I'm going to leave you with this scripture because the next episode is going to be the works of the devil. And whereas in this episode, I've exposed the way he works, exposed the way Satan works. By taking the word of God and then twisting it, manipulating it, making it mean whatever he can get you to do something that is contrary to him. That's the that's how he he operates. But in the next one, what I'm going to be do is uh, exposing the works of the devil, how he has done what he does from the beginning, right up until today, and I will be giving you some key examples so that you are aware of the works of the devil. And hopefully you can take note. And pray and stand on the word before anything happens. Before you go too far off course. Because sadly many think that they're on the straight and narrow way. But they diverted a long time ago. They took a one degree step to the left or to the right. And they've been going for many miles now. And those many miles have taken that one degree and made it many degrees. So, I'll leave you with this scripture from uh, the first, John's first letter. The world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. I encourage you, watch out for people who twist the word of God To make it seem different than what it actually is. Who don't accept the simplicity of the word of God and his commandments. And want to put a pseudo-spiritual twist on it. To put another meaning on it. God is love. And... He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes on him would not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're a parent, you know what love is. You know that you would not see your child do wrong. You would not encourage that child of yours to go and do wrong or be in any harm in any way. That's why we know that every lie is from the devil. It's from Satan. Satan. So, just make sure to that what you do and um, the decisions that you're making, the foundation is the Word of God and it's the Spirit of God leading you. Why? Because the Spirit of God and the Word of God have been together from the beginning. As we see that The Spirit of God hovered above the waters. And then God said, They're always together. Okay, so even when Yahushua went to be baptized, the dove alighted on him. And then you heard a voice from heaven. The Spirit and the Word go together. And this is all through Scripture. Scripture. Yah God is very straight. He's, he's telling us the truth and he's being very blunt because he wants us to be saved. So I encourage you to seek the face of Yah God. Search yourself. Examine yourself whether you are in the faith. Because if you're not in the faith then you're already reprobate. You're already rejected. But if you want any help, any um, counseling, um, any prayer please get in touch all the details are on the website yahites.org y-a-h-i-t-e-s.org and I pray Yah's blessing upon all you who believe in Him and have sacrificed yourself themselves for you Yah God in the same way that you sacrificed yourself for us. Yah God bless you, Yah God keep you, Yah God cause His face to shine upon you and give you peace your eyes. I pray this has been a blessing, I, I pray that this yes, settles deep in your heart and that you will hear, you will receive, you will believe and you will go to the gospel. I love love and blessings.